um, I think the most beautiful thing is when you are feeling like you're at your grossest and yet the other person looks at you and think you're, thinks you're the most desirable person ever. <laughs> like that to me is a very beautiful concept. And yeah. that is, and, and, and I think that was what it was for us is we were at our worst in some situations where we were just exhausted, tired, had no food, hangry, um, you know, smelly. Yeah. And yet we're both looking at each other like, wow, you are my person. The Life in Motion podcast is brought to you by Actual Outdoors. They help build beautiful brands that highlight the approachable and authentic parts of outdoor recreation. Said simply, they keep it real. Learn more at actualoutdoors.com. This is a Life in Motion audio experience, a podcast about travel, action sports, culture, and more. What's up and welcome to episode 109 of Life in Motion. I've got Wes and Marie Black with me, also known as the Ginger and the Joy. They're currently <laughs> hiking the 2,650 mile Pacific Crest Trail from Mexico to Canada. I'm excited to learn how their adventure is treating them so far and what inspired them to do it in the first place. Wes, Marie, thanks for being on the show today. Yeah, thanks yeah, for having us. Thank you for having us. Yes, yes. And as, as we mentioned uh, before I started recording, you know, I've had many guests that have done through hikes and completed them and all that good stuff, but I'm pretty sure you all are the first guests that uh, are actually mid-hike. So I'm excited uh, <laughs> to kind of hear about that. But before we get into um, kind of what the journey's been like so far and kind of expectations and, and what you think it's going to look like for the remainder of the hike, um, let's start with, you know, who you all are, um, you know, how, you know, stories growing up, where did you grow up? How'd you meet? What kind of led you down this path in the first place? Mm. Mm. You want to well, start? I guess I can start. So <laughs> hello. <laughs> um, I was born in Florida, grew up in Alabama. And okay. then after that, I kind of lived many different places, kind of explored countries, and then settled in Georgia for about eight to nine years. And um, that's where Wesley and I met. And um, gosh, we we got married in 2020. <laughs> the year. Of the pandemic. Yeah, yeah, almost two years ago. And um, yeah, so I, I'm trying to think uh, what, where we're going with that. But we uh, lived in Georgia for a hot minute, and then we moved to Colorado. And that's kind of where we, honestly, I love Colorado. It's like an outdoor playground. Um, and I'm, let's see, where, where do we go from there? Where well, do you want to pick up from that? Well, I, can, <laughs> I, I, I can introduce myself to you. Um, so... <laughs> Again, my name's Wes. Um, I am the ginger because I have red hair, definitely. <laughs> but I was born and raised in Augusta, Georgia. I stayed there for 32 years and, you know, just did intermittent hikes in North Georgia and uh, the East Coast. And then one magical day, uh, Marie and I connected on eHarmony. Oh, yeah. That's how okay. Our first date was a hike. Um, and after that, I was sold. So we uh, got engaged on Mount Rainier in the state of Washington. And... Yeah, like she said, we got married in North Carolina um, in 2020, the height of COVID. Uh, <laughs> the only good thing about that is that it limited the people we had to feed at our wedding. That's, there you know, a that's a good point. <laughs> it was yeah. actually kind of nice, not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was the big upside. Yeah. And uh, our honeymoon was in Colorado, so we fell in love with the state, moved there, mm -hmm. and discussed doing a big through hike 
um, before, you know, kind of settling down, getting dogs, having a kid or two. And we both just settled on the PCT because the Appalachian Trail was in our backyard. Mm -hmm. Uh, We wanted a different like change of pace. And uh, the CDT is kind of like for the seasoned through hiker veteran who knows how to bushwhack and navigate themselves. (laughs) So we wanted something in the middle and the PCT was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. And and to give a little side note, our first date was 17 and a half hours long. And we did a hike for 14 and a half miles. And it was kind of like my test because I always had a dream. Like I love hiking. I love being outdoors. I grew up in the woods in Alabama actually. And so I wanted to be with someone. I wanted a partner that also wanted to do crazy stuff with me. And so, (laughs) so I picked a really hard hike, um, kind of as a test and he passed with flying colors and, uh, (laughs) And then, of course, we got engaged on Mount Rainier, which if people don't know, it's a mountaineering mountain and you have to actually mountaineer a glacier. And we had no clue what we were doing. And we just bought all the gear. And uh, and then he proposed to me literally on a glacier in the middle of a crevasse (laughs) (laughs) just to give a good perspective of our relationship. We uh, we do some kind of crazy things, I feel like, but they're fun. Yeah, yeah. So the, the outdoor adventure aspect is definitely, um, you're on that trajectory to stay like that with the rest of your life. Then it sounds <laughs> like for sure. It, it so, sounds like that. So, for sure. So, you know, you what know, me- to our kids. <laughs> hey, you know, that's good for them though. Be, that'll be exciting yeah, that time growing up when, when that time comes. So, yeah. so like on your, on your, uh, eHarmony profiles was just like, enjoy outdoor and hiking. Like I like that's such an, uh, extreme first date dare I say I mean <laughs> you know like I, I've been married um my wife and I just passed our fifth year anniversary um of, of being married and uh thank you and uh you know today I think her and I would get at each other's toes um if we went you know that long on a hike so I mean that that's a that's a really solid uh test <laughs> it, it was mm-hmm. and before she and I met you know she's she was basically an ultra runner mm-hmm. and so she was out there in a pair of ultra lone peaks and here i come in my like above ankle oboes <laughs> leather boots and she starts running down the hill back to the car and i'm like my god i can't even keep up with <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah she it was fun she put me on the chase from day one that's awesome that's that's a really cool uh really cool story of of how you all met um and yeah mm-hmm. i mean honestly the last thing i thought you were gonna say is yeah our first date was you know 14 hours long or you know however long 14 miles and all that stuff so that's yeah. uh that's pretty uh amazing so um obviously you all hit it off there uh did some more adventures mm-hmm. around in georgia and that kind of stuff what i guess at that point when you decided to go to to Colorado, was it just more just of the fact that, Hey, there are, there are more outdoor activities, snowboarding, that kind of stuff. Obviously you don't have in Georgia. Um, what was that kind of the main draw to it or was it a mix of that and maybe a job opportunity or just kind of like, this is the place we want to go. Let's figure out how to make it happen. Mm, we can bounce that question. You can start it if you want. Yeah. So <laughs> we, uh, we stayed in a little area called Nathrop. And we woke up the first morning in Colorado and there were mountains in the backdrop that the Mm. the sky was red and pink from the sunrise. And I was like, my God, this is stunning. And it just got better and better with each day that we were in Colorado. And we could just see the the energy 
of like the area that we were in, mm-hmm. um, all the activities and possibilities for just what you could do. I mean, there's, there are 14 ers you know, in your backyard, you just pick one and go do it. Yeah. And that's kind of the vibe that we wanted. And so we decided how to make that work. Um, and Marie, so she works in film. And prior to going on our honeymoon here, she's like, oh, there's no film in Colorado. <laughs> there's no film in Colorado. <laughs> so I don't know if a uh, transition there is feasible. And on my birthday. Kid you not. Kid you not. We went to uh, a restaurant to grab a beer. And there's a film crew outside at the restaurant. Filming. Filming. And I'm like, huh, there's no film in Colorado. Huh? <laughs> so she talks to them and they confirm like, yeah, this is a pretty bustling film. Scene. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty busy in Colorado. So I told Wesley, okay. Cause he, he had been discussing Colorado since before we ever got married. Like he's like, what if we moved to Colorado? It was just kind of like this weird, he just drop it in from time to time. And I was like, Hey, there's no film in Colorado. And then this happens. And I said, okay, how about this? Let's just like, this feels too coincidental. And so why don't you look for jobs? If you get this kind of salary, these kind of benefits, then let's do it and let's see what happens. Yeah. And, and he did get that job. Yeah. <laughs> he got I, a job. I got a wonderful job in Summit County, which is the Breckenridge area. I'm okay. so grateful to them for the opportunity. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we moved there. Um, and it was several feet of snow whenever we moved. When moved yeah. <laughs> and we're like, my God, we're in an adult's playground. Yeah, it was, a playground. It, it was amazing. And mm-hmm. you know, it was, and that was it, basically. Yeah. And it was a great, honestly, it was a great training ground for the PCT as well. Um, to be living in Colorado and constantly climbing mountains, you know. Uh-huh. Um, so it was a good prerequisite for the mental yeah. game. <laughs> it, it, it's not easy to go pitch your tent in the snow in Georgia because you know. Georgia and snow don't really connect. Well. <laughs> no, 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 they don't. <laughs> That's going, and I'm sure, kind of to that point. You know, when you mentioned the the training aspect, you know, I'm I'm sure your your uh, network of outdoor friends probably grew a little bit just because, like you said, it's a, mm-hmm. a you know adult playground for outdoor activities. So. Um, yeah, I'm sure that kind of helped with, you know, maybe people that have already done it before, other people that you know were planning to do it, and that kind of thing. Oh, uh, most definitely. We've actually got a few friends in Colorado who work as ski patrollers mm-hmm. and they took us out and showed us Abby, um, Abby courses, tra- yeah, Abby training, <laughs> you know, what to, and not to look for, um, how to prepare yourself for what could possibly come. And we're just grateful for the whole network of friends that we yeah. did develop there. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So, so you yeah. get there, you, everything just, you know, from the first state to hiking, to finding the, the career opportunities in, in, you know, the perfect place for you all and everything like that. So everything kind of, it seems to be working right along. So, so once you, um, got settled yeah. in, in Colorado and stuff, when, I guess, when did the idea of, okay, we are, you know, I know you kind of touched on it earlier, but Hey, we're, we're going to do this, this super long hike. You know, we're going to take away this time from, you know, our, our yeah. home and all that stuff. Like, what was that process like? Because that's a little bit different than, you know, going on a weekend trip or a week long trip. You know, there's some different uh, barriers to that. Yeah. Well, we do a lot of weekend hiking. It's, it's pretty much what we do every weekend. Um, my job was it had me stuck to a computer most of the day. So I just needed to get out and vent. Um, on the days that I had off, but we actually started having serious discussions on hiking the PCT when, right when we got married. I feel like, but, yeah, yeah. We, we started discussing it, but it didn't actually become a, a feasible conversation until 
Marie started getting a lot of work in Colorado, um, I made enough for us to live on, but you got to have some type of savings to yeah. be able to do this. It's, it's a thousand to 2000 a person per month, depending on what you spend. Yeah. So she received a lot of job favor. We were able to start saving. And that's when the conversations of, you know, what if and how's started to happen. Got really serious. But I think also kind of what bonded us when we started dating was the idea of a through hike as well was kind of our first initial bond because um, he, he wanted to do a through hike. So before we met, you weren't you going, you were planning a through hike. <laughs> yeah, South Dakota. Yeah, just a small one. A small one, but still a through hike. And then my, I had always said since I was a kid that I was going to hike the AT or do a through hike. And my Nana uh, promised me that I wouldn't do it until I got married. And when I'm like seven years old, I'm like, okay, Nana, I promise. So I legit made a vow to my grandmother that I wouldn't do this alone. And so I guess subconsciously, that was an actual thing for me of like looking for someone that would want to do something like a through hike one day. And so when we dated, we did talk about it kind of like, oh, you want to do a through hike? I actually want to do a through hike at some point in life. Right. And then you know, we do get married Mm -hmm. and we did start saying, okay, we really want to do something like this. Something like let, why don't we take a year off? Why don't we do this? Uh, And then when I did start getting jobs, it actually became a reality of, oh, we now can save for this and we Mm -hmm. can actually start putting things in motion to like, have this happen unless I get pregnant is really the only thing that can stop this train <laughs> yeah. from moving. <laughs> the, the romantic idea of through hiking actually started to become this logistical nightmare. Yeah. Memories so good at working through. Yeah. So so was so, it yeah. like was it like six months worth of planning, a year worth of planning? Um yeah. It was about a year of saving and planning um and figuring out what do we do because we sold everything and quit everything. And so, <laughs> okay. So before, before you all started, you did that. Yeah. So, yeah, so but it was a logistics. So what was, uh, was that, was that like kind of hard in itself? Like knowing, you know, everything's kind of gone at that point. I mean, not, you know, gone, gone, but, um, you know, like, uh, I, I guess cha- any challenges was like being attached is like, Oh no, I can't sell this because of, you know, whatever, making up a, a sentimental reason or, or anything like that. Was that, or was that kind of an easy, easy process? I think the the most difficult part was the original planning. You know, Marie sat down and looked at um, the Far Out app. I don't know if you've heard of that, but that's what we use on trail. It used to be called Gut Hook. And she would plan out every single day. And she has this massive like Apple Notes document that she shared with me. And that was probably the hardest part. I think the, the detaching from material possessions wasn't so difficult. Okay. Um, if, if you go on my Facebook, you can see my Facebook marketplace, all the sold items. <laughs> sold a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we just basically, you know, she's contract work. So she just stopped accepting jobs. I turned in my notice a few months before um, we left. And then we just traded our cars in. And it was a super Easy. simple process. Yeah. You know, the car market was in our favor. So we actually got back. We got money back. Yeah, oh, it was wow. weird. Yeah, yeah, which actually funded our trip a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. And you guys keep just nice. lucking out. I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm telling you it we're was nuts. We're batting 100 here. Yeah, it was all like favor, 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 favor. Doors yeah. open, doors open. I thought it would be harder 
when we were like, I thought we'd have more pushback and just all of the elements towards getting to the trail. Yeah. And we didn't. Everything just opened. And it was so kind of weird. It was like, yeah. okay, why is this so easy? <laughs> and to be honest with you, it's liberating not having stuff mm-hmm. waiting on us yeah. back in Colorado. Mm-hmm. The few things we do have is actually stressful at this point because I don't know where they are, <laughs> we don't know. what it actually is anymore. And yeah. I kind of just enjoy having what we own on our backs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Which has really helped um, in dreaming, to be honest. So we've been dreaming on trail. What do we do when we get back? Because we have great connections for work, not worried about that at all. Um, Because we just, you know, we've already built our careers. So we feel good going back to being able to transition into whatever we want. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's just exciting because we can dream into, well, where do we want to live? And how do we want to build our our family, you know? Um, So, yeah. That's, that's awesome. Kind of a, a fresh, uh, fresh, fresh slate when you get home. So how, how, uh, how has it been so far, you know, as far as, you know, the hike itself, like as far as, you know, expectations with all that planning that you had, um, where are you at, uh, kind of, kind of let's go into some of those details. Yeah. So we, um, wanted to honestly enjoy the hike and kind of take our time. If that makes sense, a lot kind of I, I think we've been learning a lot of people push in a through hike. And so we started out March 6th and we um, just wanted to not injure ourselves. So we did 10 to 15 mile days um, at the beginning and then started kind of building up our bodies um, so that there were no injuries, you know, and we do ultra running. So we were like, okay, well, we want to make sure that we keep our muscles good. And so we would take, you know, rest days once a week. And for us, that was important being a married couple, you know, we, we yeah. needed our time, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, honestly, the quote unquote schedule that I made us were actually right on it, which I'm not, I didn't think that would happen. I wasn't sure. Um, but it's, we're kind of right where we, we should be. Um, cause I thought we'd probably, it'd probably take us six months. And so now we are in Oregon um, and we really had to push pretty hard. So we've been doing about 30 mile days now so that we can get to the border of Canada around the first week of September. Um, So because we took our time in the desert and the Sierras, um, which we were kind of our hand was forced in the Sierras to take time because of the snow. We went through a lot of the snow in the Sierras. It was, it was about six to seven feet of snow. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we had our winter gear with us. So we had heavier packs, long food carries. And, uh, and then in NorCal, the snow melted. So we were able to push 25, 30 mile days, like every day, um, to catch mm-hmm. up, which was my plan. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, and so that's kind of just where we are now. Um, we're on the same schedule. We didn't get here how she thought we would. No. Um, because, I mean, one of the biggest lessons out here is you need to learn that the unexpected can and will happen. And will happen. And yeah. you're going to be throwing wrenches all the time to try and screw up your plans. Curveballs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You just got to try and accommodate and be flexible as best you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what, so to that point, like what has been, 
you know, obviously, uh, that, that snow sounded like a little bit of a challenge. Uh, but what are some, Ooh. some of the other things that were like totally unexpected, obviously that you, you all have gotten through, but you know, just that complete mm-hmm. curveball. Yeah. Well, man, to be honest, I'm 34 years old and my body gets tired. <laughs> so when we, when we first started this trail, you know, we would go five, six, seven days. I'm like, babe, I need a day, if not two, to just sit on my behind and rest. And so we took a lot of days off in the beginning. And, you know, that coupled to the fact that we weren't doing massive mileage days, um, it, it set us back a little bit. Yeah. to be honest with you. And that's definitely a conversation that we had a few times. And I think we finally hit a good rhythm now. Um, we try and get into town as quickly as possible and as early as we can in a day. Mm-hmm. Um, go and get our food, do our laundry, do whatever chores we need to have completed. And then we either, chill. yeah, we'll either get out that, that evening or mm-hmm. just chill and leave early the next day. Um, that way we still have enough space to kind of um, reset ourselves. but leave enough room to still want to get back on trail and not have to like get the train going again, because if you're in town too long, it's hard to get back out and start moving. Yeah. And I think, um, to say also being married is such a different ball game out here. So many people who do the through hikes are by themselves, you know, or they create a family along the way they, they hike with, but when you're married, it's like, we both have needs and we both have to communicate through those needs together. So not only are we being thrown curveballs on the outside, but we also have to figure out in the inside for both of us, well, how do we problem solve how to help each other in this process that we're both going through and we're experiencing in different ways. Mm -hmm. And so (laughs) I think that challenge, which has been amazing Mm -hmm. for us, um, I can, I can say like, it's definitely grown us closer as a couple um, going through this process, but for sure there were curveballs in our relationship where I'd go, Whoa, I wasn't expecting that. Like you have needs and I just want to keep going and you want to rest. And I don't, (laughs) I want to keep going and, and learning how to compromise and like meet each other in the middle, um, was a curveball. I wasn't expecting actually, I was like, Oh, we're going to be on the same page it's going to be fine. And, you know, you come up against, oh, okay, you actually have a need to rest today. And Mm -hmm. I want to keep going. So how, like in this moment, I'm going to choose you. Mm -hmm. And I, and I want to choose you because you're more important than the trail is. You're more important than finishing the trail. And that is like constant, like, okay, no, you're more important. Mm -hmm. So choosing each other over the trail, I would say, has been like a really beautiful lesson that I'm learning. Yeah. And it's really just taught us so much about the needs that the other has, because if I can go into this, you know, um, I hike faster than Marie does. Yeah. Very much faster. (laughs) Um, So Marie sets the pace, but I'm the type of person who likes to hike fast and then veg hard. So we've had to compromise on that, Mm -hmm. but also I'm a huge baby because I need sleep. I need to be like fed. And if I don't have those needs met, I'm (laughs) like, I'm slogging behind her. So he needs a lot of food. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's a real thing. And, you know, it's really just communicating with your partner because at the end of the day, Mm -hmm. that's who you're going in the same tent with. That's who you're, you know, communicating about the next day with. And if y'all are not on the same page, 
then it's just going to be a difficult, arduous process. And I know for us, we've seen other couples who sleep in separate tents. Yeah. That is not our mojo. Yeah, we, we sleep in the same tent because I think if we disconnected at the end of the day, then that would be a bad setup for the start of the next. So, yeah. And I like to cuddle too. So yeah. Yeah. There's that. <laughs> That's um, So yeah, it's just been a, a giant season of compromise. Yeah. yeah. And, and learning that he's the person I'm walking away with at the end of this trail. Mm-hmm. Like it's not the trail I'm walking away with. Yeah. It is him and our experiences and our memories and our stories. And so, you know, yeah. Which, yeah. which are, are worth more than, than anything at the end of the day. Um, and, and to your oh, point, yeah. you know, that the dynamic of, you know, you all being a couple and doing it, you know, if you, if you're, you know, through hiking as, as a single or by yourself or whatever, you meet somebody along the other trail you know, you talk, you chat, whatever, and then, okay, you're faster than them or vice versa. You can just leave them, you know, and you may go see them. Oh, yeah. You all don't have that luxury. Yeah. I mean, you could, but it, yeah. you know, probably not the best idea. So it's, it's cool that you've all been kind of, you know, brought you closer in that sense, as far as, you know, recognizing each other's needs, um, yeah. you know, being super fast and, and very hungry all the time. And, you know, <laughs> a little more, you know, um, yeah. but no, that that's, that's really, uh, that's really cool. And that's, and, and you know, I can, you know, speak a little bit to Mike. I haven't done any big through hikes, but my wife and I have traveled a, a little bit or kind of backpacked across Europe um, before we had kids. Right. That was kind of our goal to do that before, before mm-hmm. we started to doing that. And, sure. um, you know, sort of the same thing. I mean, everything's on our back. Um, and you, I mean, you learn a lot about each other and how you can, you know, s- satisfy those needs and this, you know, crazy uncertainty of where you're at. Um, so mm-hmm. it's, it's cool to hear that you all are experiencing, experiencing that in a, in a positive way as well. Yeah, most yeah. definitely. it's been a good experience for us, for sure. We've, we definitely had to cope with being passed by. Oh, all these fast, well, old all people. these fast hikers, older people too. I know. Yeah, It's been funny. Uh-huh. We're like, Oh, there goes another one. Just let it be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we're, we're living our own adventure right now. It's yeah. True, it's the hike your own hike is truly, I have to remind myself every day. It's their hike. This is our hike. It's their hike. This is our hike. <laughs> it's a cliche statement, but it's so true. Oh, my competitive nature comes out hard. Oh, yeah, I, I'm sure. Oh, my gosh. I'm like, I just got to let it go. Let it go. <laughs> so has there been a, a like a favorite area that you've gone through? And like, you know, after you're done with the hike, you're like, hey, we got to go back here just to this area, hang out here for a week or whatever, and like explore it a little bit more or anything like that? That's a good question. Hmm. Yeah, so uh, someone did tell us to explore in the Sierra Nevadas. Um, we yeah, couldn't really do that. It, it was not <laughs> too much snow. possible at all. Too much snow <laughs> as soon as you know, nine o'clock hit, snow started to thaw. And so you're post-sawing through it. Um, it'd be cool to go back to the Sierra. I was just thinking that. And yeah. experience it in the summer. In the summer with all the lakes not frozen, because we experienced <laughs> it with all the lakes frozen. <laughs> yeah. And all snow. We couldn't even see the trail. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it'd be cool to go back and experience mm-hmm. that in a different season. Yeah. But I, I think of what we've seen and been able to see so far, I think the NorCal has been the most surprising. NorCal has been surprising. NorCal has been beautiful and the people have been phenomenal. The trail has been great in, in some parts. They've been challenging, but mm-hmm. NorCal has been really pretty. Yeah. NorCal has been like the best mix of the Sierras and Southern California. Uh, we get these massive, majestic mountainscapes, but mm-hmm. we also get trail magic. 
which we did not receive in the Sierras because there's nowhere for anyone to access to bring it. food or access. It. Yeah. Um, so we've truly just been enjoying the the sunny days, the the warmer weather, and being able to go on a spur trail if we wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. That's. Um, that's awesome. You know, and the different and, and, you know, at least, you know, you got to see, um, you know, or you'll get to see two sides of, um, the Sierra area and stuff when it's not all frozen and everything. So that will be, um, that will be nice. Yeah, it, it will be, it will be when we get to do it and like actually enjoy it. That was the thing. Like we really wanted, they had such great campsites in the Sierras and we were like, Oh my goodness, if we could just camp right there by that beautiful lake, uh-huh. And just hang out here for a whole day and swim. That would be gold. But we had to like set ourselves up for a pass for the next morning because the thaw was so bad. Um, you know, and if, and if you can imagine, it was about, you know, five to seven feet of snow on all of the passes, but the thaw is happening. So you're post holing through in very specific, like dangerous settings. Like I fell into my, over my chest in a couple areas and he had to pull me out. And so you have to set yourself up for early morning when it's the most frozen. And so we couldn't really just, you know, camp in the, just got to keep going so we can set ourselves up for this pass coming up because that's safety, you know, safety was really important in the Sierras. A lot of 3 a.m. starts. Yeah. So <laughs> you can't see much in the pitch black. Mm-hmm. So, bright. yes, definitely the Sierras in the summer would be a definite go to. Uh-huh. Bright, bright and early um, yeah. at, at 3 a.m. Yeah. Um, so, so now you, you know, you got about uh, two, well, don't worry, halfway through July. So, about a month and a half left. Um, and I'm sure you're probably pretty looking forward to that. What is, what is the the plan after, you know, it's completed and all of that stuff. And is it kind of just, you know, laying around and, and relaxing understandably, or, you know, are you, are you all already thinking about, okay, what's, what's that next trip going to be? Well, we've still got to get through Oregon and Washington and they've gotten a and, lot of snow, <laughs> amount of snow that we still need to traverse through. And it should, should all just be dried dirt uh, trail right now but it's snow covered yeah which is <laughs> ironic this doesn't happen they said this hasn't happened in decades really <laughs> yeah. yeah so yeah. we've we've kind of got a little bit of a nest egg to do some traveling and do other hikes after um, mm-hmm. across the u.s and internationally uh we're, we were deciding if we wanted to go somewhere cold or hot first but given all the snow we're definitely going somewhere hot exotic and hot maybe first. hawaii <laughs> um but yeah, we're, we're both raising money for um, a charity that we chose before we started this trail. And whenever we um, get a mile, that's five cents that we add to that charity's fund that will pay off whenever we get done here. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll just pick trails, you know, abroad and just do them as, as best we can. Mm-hmm. And uh, whenever the savings run, run, run out. out, then that's the end of the voyage. But the idea is to do it for another four to six months after we finish this trail in early September. So, yeah, yeah. We just, we're literally just going to pick plane tickets and just go and find trails and take our backpacks. Um, so yeah, we decided we wanted to take a year off if we could, um, a full year, yeah, including full year. the trail. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's, we'll just see where we go. <laughs> that's, that's yeah. awesome. You know, keep it, keep it kind of free and open that way. And I, and I love the, the charitable aspect as well. Um, so, so something I always like to, to ask our, our guests is kind of one piece of advice. Um, 
and, and kind of after, you know, hearing your story and all of that, um, this might be kind of weird. I don't know if I've asked the question, but I guess this is sort of a more or less a relationship question, thinking back to when you all first met with something like that, what, what piece of advice would you give to, Mm -hmm. I guess, couples that kind of both have, you know, that, that, um, that adventure uh, instilled into them, that whether it's hiking or traveling or, you know, whatever that may be, but sort of, you know, similar lifestyle to what you're all doing. What would your piece of advice to do mm-hmm. to be able to make it, you know, not only from the relationship status, but, you know, when you're a couple, there's other things mm-hmm. depending on, you know, if it's house or, may, or maybe you already do have kids or what, you know, you all aren't haven't experienced that yet, but still, is there like one piece of advice that you could give like, Hey, you know, if you're just meeting somebody and you think you're on this page, do this or something like that? Yeah. Oh, oh that's man. a good question. <laughs> I, I can see two parts to this yeah. one. Um, so yeah, whenever, like I said, whenever we got engaged, we, we were on Mount Rainier mm-hmm. and that was a stressful, high, Terrifying. high anxiety, intense situation. And everything comes out. It all comes out. So if you've already met someone who's got similar interests to you, you need to see who that person is in high stress situations. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you're in a tent with that person. You smell their smells. And their hearts. <laughs> I mean, you yeah. <laughs> smell everything. <laughs> the highs and the lows. And I think that will really test the relationship and show what it's made of. And, mm-hmm. you know, whether you're dating, um, thinking of dating, if you're engaged or if you're married, yeah. what it really comes down to is, do you still want to choose this person and to be with that person, even in these harsh environments? And I think that would be my advice is to do something that really challenges the both of you and see if you still choose each other. Because if you do, I mean, you're a force to be reckoned with. Mm-hmm. One is powerful, but two is unstoppable. Oh, that was really good, baby. Yeah. Man, that was powerful. <laughs> I felt that. I'm like, yes. Yeah. I, um, man. Yeah. We actually, uh, definitely did some high stress things and we did ultra running together too. Yeah. And you know, things just come out when you're married or when you're in a relationship with someone. Um, I think the most beautiful thing is when you are feeling like you're at your grossest and yet the other person looks at you and think you're, thinks you're the most desirable person ever. <laughs> like that to me is a very beautiful concept. And yeah. that is, and, and, and I think that was what it was for us is we were at our worst in some situations where we were just exhausted, tired, had no food, hangry, um, you know, smelly. Yeah. And yet we're both looking at each other like, wow, you are my person. Yeah. Like, I don't see, I, I love you and all of you. And I choose all of you. And that is like, and so when we got in, you know, when we got married, we were like, oh no, we've definitely seen a lot of parts (laughs) of each other. Like we screamed at the air and cussed at the air a million times. And it seemed like a very like smelly part of each other and still decided, yeah, we want to choose to do life together. And, um, and I think that's possible. Like, that's the thing is I do think that's possible with a partner and I looked for it. I mean, until my thirties, I finally found it. Cause I couldn't, I was like, I don't see any guys out here that want to do this crazy. I don't know if I can cuss or not, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> but this crazy stuff, like, like I want to do. Yeah. And, um, so I would piggyback off you on that. Yeah. That I think the 
that is really a big deal is, and also actually, no, I'll add another piece, communicating. I think my biggest thing as a female is I was fully honest with Wesley from the beginning. I was fully myself. I, I, I held nothing back. Uh I did not hold myself back. And I was very authentic from the beginning. And I think that's really important. And so I would communicate with him even before we got married and would say, Hey, I'm feeling scared. I'm feeling blah, blah, blah. Um, like, what did you mean by this? You know? And so we already created or started to build those skills before we ever got married. Mm -hmm. Um, and so now doing a very high intense thing, like through hiking, we're able to go through it and actually work through process Mm -hmm. together and talk through things. So I've been writing for the Trek and the first article that I wrote up was titled, I love you even when your feet stink. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I think that that's excellent advice and and, and love all that and kind of beautiful in that same sense as well. So where, where can people find you all online to see, see what you're up to follow the rest of your adventure and the rest of this hike? Mm. Sure. Um, so you mentioned it earlier, the ginger and the joy were our, our names. That's our Instagram mm-hmm. names. Yeah. Um, our real life names are Wesley and Marie and our trail names. I'm, <laughs> I'm Yeti legs and I'm base camp yeah, in, okay. in the trail world, which I don't know if I'm sure you've discussed that with people. You get a trail name when you're yeah. on the trail, but, but we're, we're on Instagram. We're on uh, Facebook. We have a YouTube channel and a TikTok as well. Yeah. Um, we have a YouTube channel also it's Wesley and Marie black. Mm-hmm. on YouTube. And then TikTok, I believe is the ginger and the joy. And Instagram is the ginger and the joy as well. Mm-hmm. Like you mentioned. And just to throw this in there, um, we, we are going to make videos about our, um, our charities. Um, but we would love for people, there's links on there for our charities. Um, because we are doing, um, you know, we're going to give money at the end of the year to these charities and donate to them because we believe in them. Mm. And so if people want to kind of follow that as well, um, mine's melanoma, it's American melanoma foundation. My, uh, my dad, um, passed away from melanoma cancer. So I'm very passionate about raising awareness for it. And, uh, the American melanoma foundation does a great job with helping caretakers like caregivers and giving information and also helping patients of melanoma. So really passionate about giving to them. So if anybody wants to give to them, they're a really great foundation to, to give to. And, uh, yeah. And then Wesley's is. Yeah. I'm raising money for the Sierra club foundation. Um, I just really support their efforts and trail maintenance and (laughs) (laughs) that's definitely after being to the sierras and um just awareness and to go and make them more aware of the wilderness and the environment and what to do to protect it and how to appreciate it and how to you know enjoy what they're trying to protect in the first place Mm because knowledge is power and if people don't know what's out there then they don't really feel convicted to protect it so those are the things we're raising money for and um yeah. Yeah. We'll have all the videos coming out. Um, we do have a wonderful human who is helping us um, produce videos and reels and posts uh, while we're out in no cell service zones. Michelle Nagel. Michelle yeah. Nagel. Um, yeah. She is our social media Manager. guru. Yeah. And she is, she's been making the social media good and juicy for everyone to watch. So thank you for yeah. doing that, Michelle. Shout, Shout out. out to you. <laughs> 
That's awesome. And, and it's awesome. Like I said, you know, you, you have kind of the charitable aspect, you know, for uh, two very important reasons and organizations and that kind of stuff. So that's mm-hmm. definitely, definitely awesome. But um, everyone definitely make sure yeah, you check them out on their socials, all, all that good stuff, see what they're um, up to for the rest of their journey and then what they're up to next. And uh, definitely, if you can help support those organizations as well, do so. Um, but I, I thank you uh, for taking taking the time on, uh, you know, this break. Maybe this is an off day. I should have asked that before, but um, to kind of share <laughs> what the story was like and, and even the story leading up to it, I think is really um, encouraging and inspiring to a lot of our listeners, whether they're, um, you know, already in a relationship or they're looking to get in a relationship. Definitely some um, some good nuggets filled in there. So I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. of course. Thanks for having us, man. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for listening. And hey, if you've made it this far and like what you've heard, go ahead and hit that subscribe button and let your friends know about life emotion. Until next time.